third and long my name is jacob and today we have such an amazing show for you guys i have my friend kyle coming on he's been on the show before we're going to talk about every afc team and the divisions and make our prediction on what we think those teams are going to do but first i want to talk to you guys about a team that on paper might just be the real deal i'm a big fan of looking at a roster and coaching changes on paper because it gives you an idea. That's the thing, though. It's on paper. A lot of times, they can succeed the limits. A lot of times, they fail. And sometimes, they're just right. And I think the Tennessee Titans have created something on paper that is just right, that if it translates on the football field, will be a very, very fun team to watch. It all comes to the new coaching staff particularly the offensive coordinator. You see, the Tennessee Titans have a new offensive coordinator, Matt LaFour. Now, Matt has a very, very interesting background when it comes to his coaching tree. He's basically from the Shanahan coaching tree. In fact, I had a lot of experience with that coaching tree as a Falcon fan, you know, with Kyle Shanahan's amazing season with the Atlanta Falcons. He was Matt Ryan's quarterback coach during that time. He then went to the Rams last year and uh, served as an offensive coordinating assistant to Sean McVay. The reason I say offensive coordinating assistant is because, from my understanding, Sean McVay very much ran the offense still. But he had a great understanding of the offense and had to help out maybe, you know, read defenses, uh, scheme players open throughout the week, stuff like that. I also believe he served as quarterback coach for the Rams as well. He is now the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. And this is huge because the previous coaching staff for the Titans really did not know how to handle their personnel. Really struggled to use each player properly. Derrick Henry is the prime example of that. Derrick Henry is very much a zone runner. He ran zone in Alabama when he won the Heisman under Lane Kiffin. And the Shanahan scheme is all about those zone runs to the outside. That's where Derrick Henry succeeds because he's a big boulder with huge arms. It's going to be hard to tackle him. But the previous coaching staff kept trying to just run him up the middle. The bread and butter of their offense was run up the middle. See, Matt's going to focus a lot on outside zone runs and the play action, which he's got the perfect quarterback for. I expect the Tennessee Titans offense to be a lot of fun this year. I expect great things out of them. I think the defense will also step up with a new defensive-minded head of coach. They're in a tough division. They got they got Jacksonville, and they got the Houston Texans. They have a tough opening schedule. But man, there's a chance that this Titans team can take us all by storm. And that's just something to think about. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to Third and Long. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the AFC and every division in it.
Welcome back to Third and Long. I'm with my friend Kyle. Kyle, man, what is going on? Are you ready to talk about some NFL teams? What's up, you dirty bird? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. That's good. That's good. So yeah, I was looking at some predictions for these teams this year. Have you seen any of those out lately? Uh, I try not to read predictions too much because I realize that it's usually hot takes, but I have seen a few. I have seen you know, a few. I, so I probably the, the NFC South, I'm assuming, but uh, I, I like looking at the predictions. I'd like to gamble a little bit. you gamble at all? I do. I'm <laughs> not even going to lie. I do. I can't remember. There's like six states or something like that, that this year gambling, gambling is going to be legal in. You can gamble on football games. One of them is your old home of New York, I'm pretty sure. That's right. That is correct. Actually, that's where the last time I gambled at. Well, I think we could uh, run down these predictions. I, I pulled some up in front of me here. Since you haven't seen them, maybe uh, we can play a little guessing game and see how you do. Um, I was thinking maybe we could start in the AFC North. How do you feel about that? Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's start with what order do you think they'll finish in? Steelers, Ravens. Bengals, Browns. I got a couple here. I got Sports Illustrated's predictions, and I have the Vegas over-under wins for each team here. So Sports Illustrated as well as Odd Shark both have Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. You hit that one on the nose. I don't know how I feel about the Ravens. Are you feeling strong about the Ravens? I, I could see them just like going full tank mode this season. The Ravens can go either way. They can honestly go either way. It really depends on the defense, but also the quarterback situation. Um, I'm, you know, I'm guessing a lot of Raven fans are hoping that this Lamar Jackson pick either lights a fire under Joe Flacco, or we get the final answer in the final chapter of Joe Flacco and we move on to Lamar. But you know, Lamar's a rookie. His skill set, you know, hasn't always translated to the NFL. Uh, we've seen a lot of people where it has translated. We've seen a lot of people where it hasn't. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens there. Uh, it really just depends on the quarterback position and also if that defense continues to be elite or not. Because uh, they had some games where they weren't very elite last year. But I still think the Steelers are better. I looked up a stat when I was looking at these predictions. And, you know, part of the reason I'm not confident in the Ravens, they went 0-5, I guess, against playoff teams last year. And I think they went nine and two against the rest of their schedule. And I think I think you're right about Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco, if he doesn't have a good season, he might be gone. He only has one year left on his contract. Yeah, I think I think is going to probably be the end of uh, Joe Flacco, no matter what. I never really thought he was that great of a quarterback. I mean, but he won a Super Bowl with 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 an extraordinary defense. Yeah, he's going to be 33 this year if he's not already. And I I could see him and Harbaugh both seeing their way out the door this year. Oh, yeah. No, this is probably Hallball's last year as well. It's Ozzie Newsom's last year, so. That Ravens team could look very different in the next two years. Very different. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Marvin Lewis, I feel like, is just garbage in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he's also he's also record-wise, like, the greatest coach ever had. Like, it's a, it's a very mixed bag. The last couple of years, yeah, he's been garbage. But, I mean, he also brought that team to the playoff, like, five years in a row. I think he's done. I think he uh, should retire probably here. Oh, I'm, I'm all with you. I'm all with you on that. I thought he should have been gone two years ago. But, I mean, I thought Marvin Lewis should have been gone after the whole Vontez perfect hit because he has no control over the roster. But that's just me. 
I actually kind of like Andy Dalton, though. Like, their roster seems to be fairly balanced all around. <laughs> the, uh, the Red Pelican? The is Red Rocket. The, the Red, red Rocket. Rocket. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I think he might. I mean, if he had a different coach, I think he could take a step forward. We might be saying that soon. The Browns, you know, I, I listened to the episode with Trevor, and the Browns seem kind of promising. I think their coaching staff and their system as a whole is kind of uh but they have talent on that roster. Yeah, they do. They 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 do. They absolutely do. Um, but you know, it, it, the Browns are the Browns, and until proven otherwise, they're the Browns. The last three seasons, the Browns finished thirty second, thirty first, and thirtieth in no particular order in offensive scoring. So, do you think adding all those weapons to the offense will change that at all? It's got to do something. But, I mean, it does come down to play calling. Listen, just adding weapons doesn't mean anything, though. Because, look, Steve Sharkeesian inherited all the weapons Kyle Shanahan ha- had at in Atlanta, and the production went down. So, I mean, it, it does come down to play calling and keeping players open and understanding the value of first down. It really does. It absolutely does. I wasn't surprised by the Steelers one bit. Sounds like you weren't either. How far do you think they're going to go this year? I really just don't believe – in that Steelers team, I don't believe in its defense, and I don't, I don't believe in the coaching staff. I think it's been, I think the coaching staff has let the team down way too many times. Um, probably the AFC Championship. I don't see them winning it. The Steelers on the sports book I'm looking at over under of ten and a half wins. You taking the over or the under on that? Over. Sports Illustrated is predicting eleven and five. They get, they get twelve wins. They've, they've consistently gotten eleven to twelve wins. The offense is deadly, man. The offense is deadly, but they will lose to the Patriots. I, th- I think the Patri- Patriots have their number. Big Ben era has to be coming to an end soon, don't you think? I think he's got like two more, three more years. It's really it comes, it comes down to his knees. He's got he's got bad knees. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the AFC North before we move on to the South? I think the Browns can get six wins. Their system and their coaching staff, I have zero confidence in, and. Like nowadays in the NFL, there's so much turnover on the roster. I think we're going to be seeing less parity as far as true contenders go. With with the roster turning over so much every season, all that's left is going to be you know coaching and scheme and infrastructure. Yeah, but it, it really depends on like the development of ba- uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's development is going to be the key to this whole thing. I've always kind of liked Tyrod. I mean, he took the Bills in the playoffs. I mean, I like him. I think he got a bad rap in Buffalo. All right, Jacob, I think it's time we move on to the AFC South. Looking at the Jags, the Titans, the Colts, and the Texans. How do you think uh, they're going to finish this year? I believe the division all comes down to Deshaun Watson. This is going to be a very interesting one to see the predictions for. I'm very curious because there's a lot of it factors. Deshaun Watson's health is going to be major. If he comes back... Blazing, honest to God, the Texans can make a Super Bowl run. Let's say he comes back 100% healthy, the exact same guy. It was kind of a small sample size. He was a rookie. and In seven games, he broke Kurt Warner's touchdown record for in, in, in seven games. But like, they've, they've seen him now. Yeah, they saw Kurt Warner too. So you think he's legit? I knew, I've known he's legit for a while. I've been saying he's legit since his college days. You don't beat a Nick Saban defense without being legit. It, it is something that you have to be talented for. That's number one. 
Number two, he's got an amazing head coach. Bill O'Brien is an offensive genius, okay? He knows what he's doing. He's one of the best. He's ta- he used to be Tom Brady's offensive coordinator. He is a smart guy. He runs a complex offense and not an offense that anyone can pick up. Trust me, if anyone could pick up that offense, he would have had a quarterback ages ago. The fact that Watson was able to pick it up and then execute it as well as he did, he is something special. He is truly something special, and it's a real shame that he got injured his rookie year. And for that reason, I'm going to say the Texans win the division. If Watson comes back the way I think he's going to come back, I don't see why they can't take the division. I like his weapons, too. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and also, Hopkins has been doing that with a carousel of quarterbacks. Now he has... I mean, imagine if he had 16 games with Watson. Like, that's going to be huge for him. He's never had that in his career. One quarterback for 16 games? So give me your order. Texans are going to be at the top. I, this is an interesting division. The Titans beat the Jacks twice last year. This division is a lot closer than people think. Um, it almost made my list of uh, most competitive divisions, but there are some question marks. Deshaun Watson's, Deshaun Watson's health, Marcus Mariota going into year three. Uh, can Blake Bortles be decent enough again to make another playoff run. There are a lot of question marks, but if every team comes out as good as I think they can be, holy crap, we are loaded. And Andrew Luck's coming back, and Andrew Luck is the best quarterback of the four. He's going to change that Colts team, and they're going to win a lot more games with him. Trust me. But again, question marks, is Andrew Luck still Andrew Luck? You think Mariota's going to take a step forward? I think the play-action scheme and that heavy run game is going to help. Do you like any of their receivers? No. That's the thing. That's why I'm hesitant on the Titans. Like, they have a nice team. But, I I mean, do they have a top 30 even receiver on their team? Oh, don't don't disrespect uh, Delaney Walker like that. He's a tight end. They're still part of the passing game, and Deion Lewis is going to be there too. That's true. That was a nice pickup. I mean, yeah, there's there's some options. Besides that, I mean, you got to throw the ball more than 10, 15 yards at some point. Yeah, I mean, you do. But I think I think the, the passing game is really going to get opened up by Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis's run game. I like Derrick Henry. I wish he would have done a little more last season, though. I think that's mostly down to the coaching staff just not knowing how to use him. You think they figured it out? You you like Matt LaFleur? Yeah, I absolutely love him. He's, he runs the exact same scheme that Kyle Shanahan and uh, uh, Sean McVay run and they've both had dynamic uh running attacks in their past too oh yeah every running back under those uh those coordinators have always had really great season carlos hyde is coming off a great year no one's talking about it because he was a 49er and the 49ers were butt cheese until the last five games of the year but i mean they had a good run game carlos hyde ran the ball effectively and and, and they were down by the way most of the year so they had to throw the ball a lot. So, no, he didn't break 1,000 yards, but, like, when he did run, he had a really good year. I think I like the Jags, Texans, Titans, and Colts. I have Houston, Jags, Titans, Colts. I like Houston, and they looked really good last year before Watson went down. Like you said, there's a lot of, like, what-ifs going on in this division. It's going to be really competitive. You like Houston to take uh, the South. What what record do you think they're going to have? I'll tell you what. I, I think the winner of this division only gets 10 wins. 
I, I don't think anyone sweeps the division. I, do, I don't think this is going to be one of those years. Sometimes you have a team that straight up destroys a division. I think if one team gets sweeped, it's going to be the Colts. But other than that, I think a lot of teams are going to be trading wins. I think, I think what really will define this division is those non-divisional games. I think those non-divisional games are going to be really important for this division. I think those are the games you have to win because I see a lot of trading. I don't think the Jags are able to beat the Titans twice. I don't think the Houston Texans are going to be able to beat the you know the Jags twice and stuff like that. Like I think it's really going to come down to you cannot lose those non-division games. Sports Illustrated is predicting Jaguars eleven and five, Texans ten and six, Titans seven and nine, Colts four and twelve. I'd give more of the Titans. I'm I'm telling you, like this Titans team beat the Jags twice last year. They and they won a playoff game. I, I'm serious. We could see two wild card teams come from this division. I don't think the Jaguars have been the Tennessee Titans since drafting Jalen Ramsey. Like I just, that's what I'm saying. Like this Tennessee Titans team has a lot of pieces. They have a lot, and like I said, they stopped that high powered run game last year twice. Their schedule looks a little rough. I'm not gonna lie. The Titans and Buccaneers have arguably the toughest beginning of of the season. Oh, yeah, they're both being thrown into the fire. I'm going to tell you what. We're going to learn a lot about this Titans team in the first four weeks. If they go 2-2, two and two, we should we could legitimately be scared. It's tough. I, listen, this might surprise you, but of all of the four teams I could see them falling off the cliff the most, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. It all comes down to if Blake Bortles can... Just be consistent. You know what I mean? They lost a lot of weapons on the offense. Uh, granted, the offensive line looks even better, but their philosophy is running the ball. But my thing is, the Titans took away that run game, right? And they were forced to try to throw against t- the Titans. My thing is this. When they're put in those situations, can Blake Bortles deliver? You know what I mean? And I think that's what's interesting, is that both the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans are in a position where they can take that run game away. And the Texans have the ability to do that. If J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney are both healthy on the field at the same time, they can absolutely stop that run game. And and so then, who who are you going to take? Blake Bortles or Deshaun Watson in a shootout? Because I know who I'm taking. I'm telling you, dude. He like We know who he is. And the thing is, people are like, give him more time to develop. We know who Blake Bortles is. Listen, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not going to win you a football game. He's not going to win you a football game. Right? If the Titans and... And by the way, the Titans, they just got a stud linebacker named Rashad Evans. That man eats run games. Right? He eats it. He He's played Leonard Fournette before. He did that once a year at Alabama. Listen, if the run game gets taken away, which are what the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans are going to try to do, can Blake Bortles outduel the other quarterback? I just don't think the I just don't think they can. I don't think he can. Are we both riding off the Colts season? Andrew, I, I pray that Andrew Luck comes back and uh, is the quarterback. We know he's capable of being, but there's the defense is awful. Um, the offensive line still too many problems. Quinn Nelson's a great pick, great pick, but there's still too many problems. Uh, the run game is non-existent. Unfortunately, 
the Colts just so happened to be stuck in a really competitive division. They are the Buccaneers of this division where there's three loaded teams and they're just trying to play catch up. And it sucks because I feel like the only reason they're in this position is because of one bad injury. It isn't like the team... I mean, granted, the injury happened because the team's not managed well, but it's not like the Buccaneers where it's just been incompetence. You know what I mean? It's... Andrew Luck just got really unfortunate, man. Would you trade Andrew Luck? Right now? Right now. No. Um, If he's able to bounce back, Dude's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, he he's so talented. He's so talented. He's he has all the tools. And I love Deshaun Watson. I'm I'm the I, of all four of those quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson's my favorite. But Andrew Luck, man, he he's the most talented of the four. He listen. He freaking got eleven win seasons his first couple of years in the NFL, and he really didn't have a team around him. You know, um, granted, the division wasn't the strong, but still 11 wins is 11 wins, you know. He has the talent. He just – they just didn't have the coaching staff to to really, you know, take care of the situation, which ended up with him getting hurt because of that. But, like, he's so talented. And here's the thing. If he goes out there and he flops, you're not going to be able to trade him uh, or get much for him. I think – I think you owe Andrew Luck the chance to let him to go out there and prove it. I think he I think he deserves sixteen games to prove if he's still still. Can the you guy. imagine? I mean, they would never do it because they're in the same division. But the Jakes have so many assets. Can you imagine if they somehow figured out a way? That'd be great. <laughs> An inner traded division. That'd be insane. Just the possibility of Andrew Luck being on that Jaguars roster. Jaguar fans can can believe they can dream that would be insane they that that would be crazy <laughs> yeah that would be crazy i know i just made so many jaguar fans mad by talking about play portals too i i like him as a dude i loved that i laughed I, I laughed so hard at that quote last year when they asked him what he would be doing if he wasn't a nfl quarterback and he said he would be a construction worker ripping cigs <laughs> i heard um Someone asked him, like, what's the first thing you did with your new paycheck? He's like, I don't know. I, I think I bought a pizza. <laughs> I was like, what a guy. I'll um, give you a second to think about this. It's a loaded question. Top three quarterbacks you'd want to have a beer with. Currently playing. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Tom Brady. Oh, he'd, he's the last on my – he'd be so boring. And, Here's why. And he doesn't drink beer. Can't, Yes, he does. He did on Stephen Colbert. <laughs> uh, here's why. Yes, he would be the least interesting. I would just like to pick his brain. If if you could get him in an isolated area where there's no cameras or anything, because he's very careful about like his betrayal in the media, I'd like to to know what he truly thinks about Bill Belichick. The whole the whole his legacy. Um, I, I think, I think Brady's a completely different dude off camera. Something, something in my gut just tells me he is like something in my gut. is just like this guy, this guy plays up to the media. Like he, you know what I mean? You're totally right. He's very carefully put together. Yeah. I, 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 I like to think that like, 
I, now that I told you that, you're like, that is interesting. Like, imagine if you could just have Brady isolate it, no cameras, no media, and he knows that, like, you can't say anything, like, outside the room. I think that'd be, like, an interesting conversation to have. There's a lot of questions I would like to ask. Because I've always got the feeling that he's, like, super egotistical and that, like, he knows he's the GOAT. And I, I, and I, I would like to actually, like, pick his brain about that. I'd really like to hear what he has to think about Belichick. I think you're right. You could definitely, if you got honest Brady, that he'd be a good hang. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm going to redact my Brady statement. I think James Winston's probably going to be the last on my list of who I want to yeah, go up. I just don't, I just don't want to get raped. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I'm not, my wife and I are not going out drinking with Jameis. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I got, I got you, man. I'm not introducing Jameis to any of my wife's friends. <laughs> um, after Brady, God, it is a loaded question. You know who else would be boring? Boring as hell. I bet is Russell Wilson. Oh God, yes. No, Russell Wilson is that way in real life. I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you. You know who would be fun? Because I am a Denver resident. I think Brock Osweiler would be would be a good hang. He looks like a strong. I think he would. <laughs> he looks like a drunk. I hate to say it. He looks like he's been drinking. Jay Cutler. Would, would it be fun to get shit-faced with Jay Cutler or would it be depressing to get shit-faced with Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler would be a great guy to get shit-faced I with. I feel like he's the type of dude that would ask you to, I don't know, some weird shit would go down. You'd have to, like, take a gun off his hands or something. <laughs> He'd be like, you need to hide the, get rid of this for me. Hide the keys. Yeah, something weird is going to happen with Jay Cutler. He's just giving up. Oh, man. <laughs> this, is, this just got dark. <laughs> Jay! Put the lighter down! Cam Newton, I mean, he'd probably be fun. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of a dick, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers would probably be cool. Oh, I was actually going to say Aaron Rodgers. I think he'd be cool. Philip Rivers, I feel like, would be fun. That dude's got to be funny. He has like 15 kids. You know who's a really good troll? Eli Manning. He's a troll. I love Eli. He, I feel he's like a Eli's troll. A... <laughs> he knows it, too. I feel like he's really funny and just a low-key good dude. New York likes him. It's hard to win over New Yorkers. You know that. When you win two Super Bowls, it's pretty, uh, pretty easy. Pretty That's easy. That's the truth, right there. That is the truth. Drew Brees is probably cool. I know you hate him, but listen. There's one rule on this podcast. This is my show. We don't talk about Drew on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G. I mean, if if you're a single guy, you probably want to hang out with Jimmy G for the night. I'm excited for the Niners renaissance. I want the Niners to be good again. Like, glory days Niners. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. We got to say that for the NFC, man. We got to go to the next division. All we got to go right, to the next division. Right. We got two so, more divisions so to go. Here, we're, we're in the AFC East now. We got the Pats, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets. I don't even really need to ask you, assuming you have the Pats taking this one. But uh, what order do you think these guys are going to finish in? That's hard with this whole new LaShawn McCoy situation. I think they still have another year of putting the pieces back together. 
even if LaShawn McCoy doesn't get into any trouble. Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bills. That's how I got it. I think the Bills lost a lot on offense, and then with the whole LaShawn McCoy situation. Yeah, I actually like the Jets this year. I really do, I really do like the Jets. I really love Tremaine Johnson going to the Jets. How many wins do you think the Patriots are going to get? Twelve. So boring. Just like drinking a beer yeah. with Tom Brady. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> you think the Patriots are going to be all right? I mean, their defense. It's the Patriots. It's the Patriots, dude. And and you have you cannot say with a straight face that like it's a guarantee that Tom Brady's going to still be Tom Brady this year. The wheels are going to fall off at some point. Yeah, There's but not I mean be like warning signs. It's just one day he's just not going to have it. Listen, I've gotten to the point. I hate being this guy. I've gotten to the point where I just can't bet against him. You can. I'm just saying, someday. I mean, someday, but do we have any evidence it's going to be next year? Like, if you look at off his last game, he just broke, you know, all these all these awesome records and stuff, and it's kind of like, it's 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 the most boring division. It is. It's it's just kind of like, it's more interesting to see who's going to come in second place because it's like, I think it's going to be the Jets. <laughs> That's, I think that's why I think it's super boring is because I think the Dolphins and Bills are going to be terrible. The Jets might be interesting. Ryan maybe. Tannehill hasn't taken a snap in almost two years. He might be fun to have a beer with. <laughs> no, dude. He, he's too... Uh, he's got that face that tells me he has a boring life. He goes home and he sits on the couch after practice and he's like, ah, fuck it. That's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> All right, on to something more interesting. How do you feel about the AFC West this year? I like the AFC West. I think it's going to be the toughest division. I know you like the Chargers. I like the Chargers. I love the, I love the Chargers. I love the Chargers, man. I, they're, they're my pick. They 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 have a habit of shooting themselves in the foot year after year. Oh, yeah, and they probably will, but I'm still betting on them. They're still my pick. I don't know. Because, like, I want to be that guy that when uh, – when they start beating them, I'm like, told you so. No, I'm just playing. Uh, no, I, I, I think they have a really good roster, man. There's, I don't, I don't know what, there's some teams, they're their own worst enemy. Yeah, but. You know every single year the Chiefs are going to lose, you know, what, in the second round. Every single year the Chargers are going to do something. Something's going to happen to them, whether it's a wide receiver getting hurt. Who knows? Something's going to happen. I just think that that pass rush is too its too good. It's its really good. I think the offensive line's gotten a lot better. I think Gordon's a great running back, and I think I love, those weapons coming back. I love Melvin Gordon. I do too, man. I, I just think there's, there's a lot of things to be positive about with this team. I mean, why, why, would, why are they going to be so much better than they were last year? Again, you got the you got the offensive line healthy. Forrest Lamb is a stud. Okay, he's a stud. Uh, I I loved him in college. I think he. I want the Falcons to draft him. <laughs> the year he went to the draft, I mean, thank God he it, we didn't because he got hurt and we ended up getting a really good player, Zach Kenley. But it's actually who I want the Falcons to get. I I want Forrest Lamp to um to fall to us because I really think he's the best guard. I think he. 
He's well, in that draft class. I don't mean all time. Calm down. Um, but I thought he was the best guard in that draft class. And the Chargers got a steal when he fell to them. Um, they they literally got a steal with that. Uh, unfortunately, he got hurt. Um, but I think you know they did go nine and seven though last year. I thought they yeah, I thought they, they did had... worse, but nine and seven. Well, they they had a really rough beginning, but then they got red hot at the end. Didn't, what you did they? Mean? How did they start out? Were they like zero and four or something like that? Zero and four, yeah, zero four or five, one of the two. And the thing is, is like they were just doing like really like. Dumb mistakes. That's like, what I'm saying. They, had, always ja- do that. they had Jacksonville w- beat, and then one of their players taunted, and then freaking Jacksonville ended up winning the game. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like 40 sacks in two years. That's crazy. And that's just two players. We were talking Jut Ingram and Boza. 40 sacks in two years. Listen, if the Chargers get red hot early, that's the key word, early and not late. They're the team to beat. They got the best quarterback. They got the best running back. They got the best pass rushing duo. I'm still taking the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, the way I see it, it's going to be Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Ooh, you got the Broncos at the bottom? I, I'm, I'm not seeing it. I John Elway is a god in Colorado. He's untouchable. And that's the problem. And I think that things are going to get way more sideways before they figure anything out. I think they're going to have a worse season than they did last year. Case Keenum, I love him because I'm from Minnesota, and he, you know, did the Minneapolis miracle. So I don't know, man. I thought they had a really good. I still think the defense is really good, and I still think that Bradley Chubb pick was genius. No, I think the only thing he sucks at is drafting a quarterback. Listen, this is okay. I've heard this before, right? I, I, I'm serious here. Like, you're gonna be like, I don't believe this at all. I have heard that if you're a great player, it is sometimes hard for you to find players in the position you played in. If you become a general manager, I heard that term a lot in basketball. They say that's a lot. That's the case a lot in basketball. Is when these great players become general managers and start controlling a roster. They said Jordan had that problem when Jordan took over uh, the Hornets and stuff, and that he was like very involved in the drafting process. He had a very hard time finding talent because, like, it, it, I don't know. They just say it's it's very hard for these like these great players to find talent, particularly in the position they played in. Look, I think Elway's done an excellent job since taking over. I love most of his draft picks. The only problem I personally have is his drafting of the quarterback. He's done a very bad do- job in drafting quarterbacks. But, I mean, listen, I think the Bradley Chubb pick is a smart move. I see what Elway's trying to do. I, I And I don't, I think Shane Ray would have been a great draft pick. It's not his fault that Shane Ray's injury-prone. I mean, you can never predict that stuff. You know what I mean? But when Shane Ray's been on the field, he's been really good. And then picking up Wade Phillips, I mean, Wade, I don't think people realize that Wade Phillips was untouchable after Dallas. Like... People say that he got lucky, but, like, did he? I mean, Wade Phillips came off of a horrible year in Dallas. You know, I actually heard recently how, or I guess was reminded recently, of how Wade Phillips, not so much even behind closed doors, um, is basically taking credit for that Super Bowl. He should! 
No, I mean, he's being a little boisterous about it. He should, because I mean, like his defense did fucking win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like zombie, pay no, I mean, zombie yeah. PFM. I mean it. Yeah, but I've always said Wade Phillips was a great coach. I think he had. I think he didn't have proper time, and he had. He kind of got screwed in Dallas, but I mean, he was still untouchable. Like the, the product was still bad. You know what I mean? I think he got too much blame in Dallas. I I, I respect your opinion. I do. I disagree. I'm, I'm just, I listen. He still convinced Payne Manning to come to Denver. Tennessee Titans could have done it. There's a lot of other teams that could have convinced Payne to come. You know what I mean? In the end of the day. That's what good general managers do. They get the best players to come. You, since, I mean, two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win, one MVP season, I think he's done a pretty good job. I think that window is closed is the thing. I think since Peyton left, it's a new era, and it's not going well. Well, I mean, this is we're about to see. If Case Keenum, listen, here's the thing, though. If Case Keenum turns up and produces... Then Elway looks like a genius again. And he'll look like even a bigger genius because he didn't take a quarterback in round one and he took another pass rusher. Case Keenum was not his first choice. Case Keenum was probably like his third or fourth choice this year. You're higher on the Broncos than I am. I'm assuming you're taking Chargers. I think you said you're taking Chargers at the top of this division. Realistically, it's probably going to go Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. But in my opinion, I'm riding the Chargers all the way, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I, I think this is the year. I think this is the year. They don't just win the division. I think they dominate the division. I, I really like the Chargers team. If they get going early and don't shoot themselves in the foot, sky's the limit. If they get a lead early on Kansas City, oh, man. Patrick Mahomes is in for a long day. Think about that. 40 sacks in two years. Remember me telling you that stat about Melvin Ingram and Joy Boza? Yeah. How often do you think they played with the lead? How often do you think the Chargers played with the lead? Because everyone knows that's when you really get to go after the quarterbacks when you have the lead. I want to say not often. Probably not. <laughs> and still 40 sacks. Now imagine if the offense starts clicking and they pl- pl- start playing with the lead more and more and more. Oh, man. It, it, and you know what's crazy? You know what one of the things that makes Joey Boza and Melvin Ingram so special? Is they're completely, totally two different pass rushers. Melvin Ingram himself said it. And it was really an interesting take. Um, what he said was, you know, Joey Boza, he's a master technician. He's not the strongest guy. He's not the fastest guy. But his technique is solid. If you're going to go against Joey Boza, you better know your hand placement. You know, you better be ready for a technician war because he knows his. But myself, I say myself, because Melvin Ingram was talking about himself. He's like, I'm not a technician. I'm a freak athlete. I'm going to beat you with strength and speed. Do you know how hard it is to prepare for that? You have one guy who's a technician master, and the other guy's a freak. You know, it's a lot easier if both guys were a freak. You practice the same type of blocking techniques. You know what I mean? It'd be easier if both guys were technicians. But because it's that, that yin and yang, that makes it harder to prepare for them. You know what I mean? So you seem to be pretty confident on the Chargers coming out of the AFC West, but do you think they could take the conference? Yeah, I mean, they got the quarterback, they got the run game, they have the pass rush. I mean, it's it's an open door. But the thing is, it's all about how fast they start. You know, if they, they shoot themselves in the foot early, then 
you know, hot takeover. But if they, I mean, they, they got the roster, man. They really do. And, uh, you know, right now, Kansas City's in a transitional stage. Right now, the Broncos have a new quarterback. And, you know, we don't know how that's going to go if Case Keenan can repeat what he did in Minnesota. And at the same time, the Raiders also have a big open challenge with their new head coach. Uh, you know, can he really coach? It's been 10 years. Can he do what we think he can do? Right now, if there was ever a time for the Chargers to take advantage, it's it's this year. You like Pat Mahomes. You think he'll have an easy go of it this year? I think he's going to have a rookie year. I think, you know, even though he won't be a rookie, I think he's going to have a rookie year. Uh, and I think he's going to make mistakes. But I also think he's going to make some touchdowns. I think he's a gunslinger. He's going to put him t- his team in some bad situations. He's also going to put his team in some good situations. I feel like he's coming into a really good situation. His transition will be smooth. But I don't know. I could see the Chargers. It wouldn't surprise me. We, we didn't say who we predict to come out the AFC. The Patriots, obviously. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Chargers or Texans? Char- Chargers or Texans? But my money's on the Patriots. The Chargers are sexy. You kind of swayed me on them like you talked they about. They are sexy. They're like the, the, the chicks with the long, nice legs. <laughs> it's the ones that are. It's a might be a little risky wifing up. But how can you, but how can you not? How can you not? <laughs> I don't want to say the Jags, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be Patriots. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm rolling with Chargers. Chargers, Houston, or the Patriots. If I had to put money on it, I'm saying Patriots. But for fun, I'm gonna. But for fun, I'm gonna say the Texans, even though I picked the Jags to come out of that division. I'm gonna say the Texans. He's really second guessing. He's like, man, this guy has such good argument. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And next week we got the NFC. See you then. See you then. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. I feel like Coloradans have the blinders on when it comes to LA. Yeah. And maybe it'll work out for him. Maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. I mean, he won a fucking Super Bowl, so... I think you're not, man. I don't think you are. I think you're a hater. <laughs> I am hating on John Elway, but that's okay. I'm not. I can't him. believe you're hating on the man who literally is like the Broncos. Like when you think Broncos, you think Elway. That's the thing. Is like I said earlier, he's like God here, and nobody. I've, I know, but like, said, I mean, like, he's God everywhere. My in-laws, I've like. I didn't even say shit about Elway. I just kind of just gave a little, like, a little taste of, like, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know, And, man. like, the entire you talk, room. You talk the major shit. The entire room just turned on me. So I don't talk shit when I'm in the presence of, like, Broncos. What does your wife say, man? Um, she... She likes John Elway, and she's a Broncos oh, fan. Um... Which means you're a Broncos fan and you like John Elway. I know how this works. <laughs> I mean, she, she, she's, she's a good wife, so she's usually like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> but underneath, she's probably like, "Fuck this guy." She has your support when no one's looking, but yeah. when, but when, but when people behind my back, she's probably like, "He doesn't like fucking idiot." Elway's <laughs> 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 a goddamn legend, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
John Elway is a goddamn saint. Yeah. I don't. Hey. Hey. No. We don't use that word here. <laughs> he's 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 a. I would not get a beer with John Elway. I would not get a beer with John. <laughs> I would not get a beer with Peyton Manning, and I would not get a beer with. You wouldn't get a beer with the master of sellouts. And I would not get a beer with Papa John. Those three dudes, I don't want to hang out with. I'd get a beer with Papa John. I was playing. <laughs> Dude's a, a dick. That's why all three of them get along. It's because they're all just dicks. Racist pizza? Bad pizza? Papa John's. <laughs> so, yeah. 